Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. What is up all you wonderful people out there in podcast land? It is episode number 124 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. And where the heck have I been? It's been since May 6th that we published the last podcast episode. Had to look that up myself. I know it's been a while, but I didn't know exactly. But uh, that's how long it's been. And with uh, being off for Thanksgiving this week, you know, thinking about family and friends and all you guys out there, I felt I owed you guys an explanation and just really wanted to touch base and say thank you for being out there for all these years on the podcast on the website and just following along via email via the facebook group whatever it has been over all these years i really appreciate the interaction and i miss you guys so i wanted to say hey and just let you know what's going on so we're just going to get right into today's episode so what exactly has been going on the last episode was about how to record a podcast my exact process that I go through. had some questions from Nick about that and I thought it would be good to get it out there in the form of a podcast episode. And I was really glad to hear from Jason of Florida. He contacted me, emailed me and said, hey, I really appreciated this. And this was a couple of months after I published that episode. And he said it motivated him to create his own podcast. He followed the steps. He had a couple more specific questions on my exact process, went into a little bit more detail and helped him out there and I'm happy to say he published his own podcast based on that episode. That was really great to hear and that feedback is really so important to help keep you motivated and keep going when you know people are out there listening and they're taking advantage of the content you're putting out there. That's so helpful to get that feedback. And I checked my email and that last interaction with Jason was in September, mid-September. So that was what the last podcast episode was about back in May. So what happened after that? Well, I just sort of fell off the face of the earth for a bit. It was unplanned. It wasn't something that I had set out to take a a long hiatus or anything. But what had happened right before that as well is that I had updated the theme on my sites. I went to the Generate Press theme, which I've been super happy with. And um, it was really a long process that I'd gone through to try various different themes out. And I had to update my theme, which was, you know, years and years out of date. And I knew that it was something that I had to do, but I was just getting bogged down into trying different themes themes and all the technical details. I wanted to make sure that I was getting a theme that was really easy to update, one that I could recommend to you guys. And I finally found that in GeneratePress. So I installed that on all my websites, updated all my sites, everything went great. And then that was such a long process that I had gone through in my mind. It had been well over a year that I was researching and wanting to update my various websites. So when I finally did update my website to that GeneratePress theme on all of the different sites, I found that there was, you know, something in the back of my mind. I was procrastinating every time that I was researching, trying different themes, and I was concerned, you know, what could happen if things went wrong? What if something broke and it wasn't easy to fix? All those types of things that are, you know, blocking your progress in the back of your mind. When I finally did update my websites, that was like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders, but then all of a sudden it was like this whole thing that I've been putting off forever was done. So now what? It was a really weird feeling because I had been wanting to update my websites, but it was something in the back of my mind all the time. So instead of updating my websites, I would create a podcast episode about this or a blog post.
post about that. And it was part of the procrastination of me not updating the website that I would do other things. So that's where, you know, different episodes or different posts came out of is that I really didn't want to go through that huge effort of updating all my websites. So I would do this instead. But after updating my websites, that was no longer in the back of my mind as a constant thing that I was putting off. It was done. It was a huge wait. I was really excited with the progress. My websites were all at least 50% faster. Things were so much more responsive. They looked better. I got compliments on how the sites looked. And all those things were great. But all of a sudden, it was like a huge block was lifted. But then all of a sudden, now what? I was sitting there looking at the screen, trying to think of topics to come up with. And this whole huge thing that had been in the back of my mind for so long was no longer there. And it had unexpectedly caused me sort of like a writer's block type thing where all of a sudden I was having trouble with coming up with additional ideas and things to write about or things to talk about. And that was one of the reasons that had caused me to just take a step back and I wasn't going to force things. I always say if I don't have anything to write about or talk about, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to just talk just for the sake of talking to hear my own voice. I always want to make sure that I'm putting something out there that's going to be beneficial to you guys. It's going to add value and it's going to be worth your time. And around that same time in my day job, I work in IT. I've mentioned that before and I enjoy what I do. But at that same time, I was starting to get not necessarily overwhelmed, but a feeling that so much is changing in the technology that I'm working on. There's all these things which may or may not make sense to you. Most likely if you're not in IT, they won't, but I'll mention a couple of them here. A lot of the different focuses that are out there are, you know, everyone's migrating their stuff to the cloud. So Amazon Cloud, Google Cloud, it's all sorts of different clouds out there. In addition to that, there's a huge focus on automation and scripting and doing things more efficiently. And also we're working on containers, microservices, all these different buzzwords that are out there right now. It's a bit overwhelming at times. Maybe it's that I'm just getting older, but it seems like right now there are so many changes and things going on in technology that's sometimes difficult to keep up, especially with all the buzzwords. Things are changing so rapidly. What's a focus of, you know, what you're doing right now in the next three months could completely change focus. So I'm feeling this need to keep up with technology and I'm having to do, you know, online training and things like that to keep up. And I've been pursuing an Amazon certified solutions architect and I'm happy to report that I achieved that this month. So that's something I was working on as well, not only to keep my skills up, and that's something I'm working on for my day job as well, but to, you know, build your resume and keep your skills up to date, all that sort of stuff. So needless to say, I have been busy over that time, and I was trying to figure out what's the best use of my time. That's what it really boils down to. We all have a finite amount of time available, and what we do with that time, you know, what you focus on is what you succeed at. So what I was finding is that not only was I, did I have all these different different technologies and different things that I needed to keep up with on my day job, I was finding that because I was having to learn so many new things that I didn't necessarily want to spend a weekend working on a podcast episode or creating a new blog post. When I had downtime, I was definitely feeling like I needed to take a break from technology. So the idea on the weekend when I would usually do my podcast episodes, I was finding that, hey, I had this free time. I wanted to go spend some time outside, 
go do something with my wife, do something that has absolutely nothing to do with technology or being in front of a computer or doing anything of that sort. So that was part of it as well. So it was a, it was a couple of different things that just all came to a head at the same time, which is essentially what ended up causing that long delay in the podcast episodes. So that's what really happened. It was a combination of, you know, needing to learn new technologies for work. What's the best use of my time? Certainly if I want to keep my job and excel in my job and have other opportunities for better jobs down the road, you know, to get promotions, to get different things like that, you need to keep up your skills, especially in IT. So that's kind of the internal struggle that I was dealing with. You know, I took a step back and said, what's going to be the best use of my limited time that I have? apologize had to take a quick stop in the podcast here one of our cats muffin just jumped up on my lap and he is just hanging out purring away right now and i've been trying to turn him into a lap cat he's our newest cat and one of our previous cats that passed away a couple of months ago unfortunately he was my lap buddy and constantly on my lap and i missed that and this is the first time that on his own he has jumped up on my lap so if this continues i'm going to need to record a podcast episode every single day so uh yeah that may happen but i just kind of joked there but uh this is a shocking new development so really enjoying this but uh, anyway jumped up and made a lot of noise so i had to stop recording there for a second but anyway as i was saying i was trying to figure out what the best use of my time was because certainly i needed to keep up my skills for my job and my day job certainly pays the bills helps us work towards retirement those sort of things and my online income and my websites is just just a side hustle. It it definitely is not coming anywhere near close to replacing my day job income. So certainly the best use of my time and what I was thinking as far as, you know, having a little bit of burnout and needing to keep up on other technologies, I didn't want to spend that time doing podcasts and doing anything on a computer for that matter. So it was a confluence of factors that all came into play. And in addition to that, about a month or so as I was taking the pause there, you know, it wasn't necessarily intentional. I didn't set out to just say, hey, I'm going to take a pause for a month or two months or whatever it was. I didn't set out with a specific, you know, end date in mind or I wasn't going to stop completely. I wasn't sure where I was going to go. So I was just kind of letting it take its course and seeing what unfolded. If I wanted to get right back into it, I would. If I wanted a little bit longer of a delay, I would let that run as well. So at the same time, after a month or two, I was kind of thinking, you know, if people are reaching out, if, if people reach out and say, hey, where's the podcast? I need more episodes. If they have questions and things come up, then maybe that'll pull me right back into it. So I just kind of waited, waited and waited. And it did take quite a while for people to reach out. And it was Charlie that had reached out and said, hey, I'm concerned. Is everything okay? So I appreciated that. Let him know everything is fine. And, uh, you know, I got the feedback about the podcast episode from Jason that motivated him to create his podcast. And I think Nick had asked a question or two along those times. And I think Joe had reached out as well. So a lot of the folks out there that, you know, have interacted the most over the years, those were the people that reached out. And I'm really appreciative of that. But it did take quite a while to get some of that feedback. So that was part of it, too. You know, I said, hey, if there's that demand, if people are reaching out asking for stuff, then that may motivate me to get back back out there and put out some more content that people are looking for. But if it's quiet, hey, maybe they'll just keep going until somebody does say something. So part of it, you know, selfish desire to, you know, get feedback and to get that response from the audience to know
know that what you're putting out there is of interest and it is adding value. But if you've been experiencing with online adventures, trying out different projects and different things that you've been working on, you probably quickly realize that it can be an anonymous type game out there. You can be talking on the microphone. You could be talking to hundreds or thousands of people or five people. You may or may not know. You could check stats, website stats, podcast stats, but you're not necessarily knowing how people are receiving your message. You may not be getting feedback in the form of emails or Facebook messages or the different ways people can reach out to you. You may not get that feedback to know that what you are doing is making a difference in someone's life. And there are several other factors which can most likely just be labeled as excuses or different reasons for not doing it. But really, you know, certain things at certain times, I like what I do, I like my day job, and I like the technology and working with it. But at the same time, you know, certain things can happen, reorgs, new managers, your responsibilities can be shuffled around in a negative fashion. And those are the times that I find I'm more motivated to do side hustles and things like that. When things are going bad, you know, oh, I don't know if I can deal with this on call the way it is, or I'm constantly working extra hours, or, you know, whatever the case might be for your job, when things are at their worst, that's when you're probably more likely to be frustrated and want to find something else that you can work from home 100%, work from anywhere, have that freedom lifestyle, and you would focus more of your attention on that side hustle and making it successful when things are bad in other parts of your life. You know, that might be a motivator for you. Like I know, for example, right now my wife is frustrated with her job. She's worked in healthcare for about 10 years as an office manager in different positions in healthcare, and she's really focused on finding a 100% remote work-from-home job so that she can change what she's doing, and she is 100% focused on that. So really, all those types of factors may come into play, and my reason for mentioning that is, number one, just to give you an update on where things are, what's going on, is everything all right out there in niche site tools land yes absolutely things are but these are some of the things that you may run into when you're doing your various side projects as well and some things to be aware of and also for me i've been doing this for a long time so i went and looked back and i'd started messing around with some online ideas back in 2003 and i really started with niche site tools and working on niche websites around 2011 so i've been doing this consistently at least once a month for the past eight years or so. So that has certainly been a long time and if you've been trying to do a side hustle or an online business for any length of time and you've stuck with it year after year after year, great, congratulations, you are one of the few. So it it is certainly not unheard of for people to try things out, to give up, and to switch focus and and that's certainly part of life you may have you know like i said times when certain parts of your life as whether it's your day job your personal life whatever it is that forces you to focus in a different direction and switch pivot do whatever you need to to make changes in your life. So at various times, you may be more focused on one thing or another, and it can be very difficult to keep that consistency up on a long-term basis. So all that to say, what does this mean for you out there? I didn't set out with a specific agenda or outline for this episode, so I was just gonna kind of speak from the heart and tell you exactly what got me to where we are today, and that's kind of what I did. So for you, this story could be completely different. You could be 100% motivated and focused on creating an online business that's going to get you extra income to pay your bills or get you extra money to 
buy more gifts for people for the holidays, various other motivations depending on where you are in life and what you really want to focus on and what your end goal is. So certainly this, my specific situation may not apply to you, but it does kind of tell you some of the things to be aware of. It's not an easy process. I never mentioned anywhere during this whole entire journey over these past eight years or so that it was an easy thing to do. I think once you get into the zone of doing you know, blog posts or podcast episodes, the actual act of doing it can be easy the more you do it, just like anything in life. But it is difficult to keep up that consistency. But on the plus side, there are a lot of benefits to doing an online business that you may not have in a regular day job type of situation. And in many cases, the things that you do for an online business can exponentially increase your income potential, your reach, the more you focus on it, the more you spend time on it. And if that is your 100% dedication and focus, your income earning potential or your reach for your audience is limitless. So if you're thinking in terms of a regular job, a traditional job, usually if you're lucky, maybe once a year they have an annual review process and you may get, you know, two to three percent raises. If you're at a good company, maybe it's a lot more. You never know. But let's just say on average, you're probably, no matter what you do, unless you get a promotion or something, if you're continuing to do a good job and you're, you know, doing everything you can on schedule and everything is going well, Let's just say that maybe on average you can expect a 2 to 3% raise if you do a great job. Whereas in an online business, if you're doing a great job and you're extending your reach and you're putting out great content for your audience and you're doing various things to succeed, you could have an exponential increase in that income the larger your audience gets if things start to snowball and you're doing focusing 100% of your efforts on that online business, it can certainly be leaps and bounds better than a day job typical situation. Of course, your mileage may vary. It, It certainly depends on your level of focus and effort and all those things. So there are certainly pros and cons to both types of situations. And that's why for me, I've always worked a 40 plus hour job. And that's primarily been my focus with a side focus on side hustles and websites and things like that, just to bring in some supplemental income to have a reach out there to help people out, help people get started in their online businesses, creating a podcast, things like that. So there's some intrinsic value. And then, of course, if you get affiliate commissions, things like that, people want to pay you back in some way, that's great. That's awesome. That helps. That's part of the process as well. But I still think 100% that doing an online business is a great idea and it's a great way to start out either doing a side hustle and trying different things out when you have other sources of income that's great to be able to do that and then eventually the more that you work on your projects they can take on a mind of their own and if you focus that's your end goal that you want to have a lifestyle business and you don't want to have to work for anybody you want that to be 100% of what you're doing Absolutely. I know success stories. You've heard me mention Marcus time and time again. He is one of those folks that just set it out. He knew in his mind that he was going to build that lifestyle business. That was his sole focus. And he has multiple streams of income, whether it's working on books with his wife, affiliate websites. He had a podcast for a period of time and still constantly putting out content, being featured on other people's blogs and websites. I see it all the time. And he's one of those really big success stories. He was able to do what he wanted to do and quit his day job and focus 100% on that lifestyle business, having the time at home with his kids and having that success as well. 
And that success may not come right away as well. In addition, Crystal out there in the audience, who you heard me talk about a lot as well, recently put out her first physical product. And I don't even think that was on her radar in the years she's been working on things and trying different things. I don't think releasing a physical product was anything that was on her radar, but after attending a conference, she was able to put out a new product called My Art Box. So it's basically in your mail, you receive a box, open it up, you have an easel, you have art products, you can make art right out of the box. And it's a very cool thing that I was really surprised to see, but I thought it was an awesome idea. You know, it's something that definitely aligned with her ideas of creating art for kids and helping more people create art and get the word out there. So that was something I was excited to see. And folks in the audience, I love to see successes from others in the audience, especially that I've been with along the process for years and years and years and to see these things come to fruition. So today I just kind of wanted to reach out and I'm going to give you some deals at the end as well. I literally am sitting here and I've seen on my phone, I've gotten two deal emails for different niche site related things as we've been sitting here. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about those as well. But the whole point of this episode was just to say, hey, I'm still out here. And I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys do have topics you want to hear about, email me, chris at nichesitetools.com. That's the best way to reach me. And if you guys do have questions, suggestions, or want to hear about specific topics, that's the best way to get me back behind the microphone. If I know that you guys have questions that would apply to multiple people out there in the audience, that's certainly what would motivate me to create a blog post or to create a podcast episode to get the word out there. So if you want to hear about things, email me, let me know what you want to hear about. And if you've made it all the way to this point in the podcast, that's great. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to give you some deal info in case you are trying to start a niche site, you're looking for tools, you're looking for different things that can help you get going. Really briefly, I'm just going to list off a couple of deals that I've already received emails about, and I'm not even going to give you affiliate links for these. If you're looking for these deals and where to get them, you can find them all on my resources page, which is nichesitetools.com forward slash resources, and it's also a link right on the top of the website as well. There's several main products that I mentioned on the website and recommend, and it's really generally a small list. So there's web hosting through Web Hosting Hub. They have up to 30% off their hosting plans. Namecheap just sent me an email right before I went live on the podcast, and they said they're having up between 70 and 90% off domain registrations and renewals. I'm sure it depends on whether it's .com or, you know, Uh, lesser known domain names like .biz and things like that. Those are probably the ones with the cheaper ones. Um, AppSumo also has a deal right now, which they do yearly with their deposit photos, which is where I get all of my photos for my websites. They have the deal now, which is 100 photos for $49 that never expires. I still haven't used my 100 photos that I signed up for probably more than two years ago. So I'm probably about halfway through that. So that's a really great deal. comes out to $0.49 per photo, and you can access them. You can utilize them on any number of your websites commercially. You just can't resell those images. So you can use them for any purpose you want. Also, Longtail Pro is offering 50% off their yearly plans and 30% off their monthly plans. The proven Amazon course, which I own and I've utilized myself, is 60% off right now. 
and also Amazon Bootcamp. All of the different training programs from Jessica LaRue are somewhere between 30 and 50% off for the holidays. So again, any of the resources that I mentioned are going to be on my resources page. If you click on those links, I would get an affiliate commission, and those links will automatically take you to whatever Black Friday deals are going on. So that's your one-stop shop for any of the deals on the website. You can always find them there on my resources page. So again, hopefully you now have a better idea of where I am. Everything's great. Thank you for the folks that did reach out. And if you want to hear future episodes, reach out to me, chris at nichesitetools.com. Ask any questions, provide any feedback that you might have. And that's what's going to most motivate me to get back behind the microphone. So if for some reason I do not talk to you before the end of the year, I'd first like to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving for all the folks celebrating here in the U.S. And a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah and happy new year for everyone out there i hope this year has been a great year for you i hope next year is even better i hope for a happy healthy prosperous new year thanks for being out there thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you again in the next episode bye-bye now